Hey guys, players, welcome. Uh, Sports Plus Live podcast episode number 62. Um, I didn't even realize I didn't pick the number. 62 is like a lineman number. Whatever. Um, hold on, let me find out. What's that? Quentin Nelson, is he 62? That guy's a beast. We're going to associate this one with Quentin Nelson. Let's find out, make sure. Um, is that his name? Yes. Quentin Nelson... Fifty-six. Damn it, he's down sixty-two. Was he sixty-two? It doesn't matter anymore. Um, thank you guys very much for tuning in to Sports Plus Live podcast. My name is Edgar, Mister AKA Rodriguez. Um, to start out with, you guys can find me on Sports Plus Life, uh, Instagram and Twitter. M R A K A C O Instagram and Twitter as well. It's my personal, and then YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life and Twitch.tv slash M R A K A C O. I'm a man of many hats. But it's a one-man band. I do a lot of things here. I run the camera. I run the boards, the microphone. I'm the I'm the uh, voice. I'm the face of this whole thing. Um, if you don't know, now you know. What is it? I D K. Wait. I D Y K. N. Y. Okay. Is that like what kids use that whole acronym? It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I just want to do a quick podcast. Probably won't be doing a whole lot of talking, but I might because I have a few things to get off my chest. A bunch of bow, you know what I'm saying? A bunch of bosh. I don't want to cuss this early. I'm trying to not to cuss as much as possible. Um, but sometimes people bring it out of me. Like, uh, was it the Rangers that were complaining about Fernando Tatis Jr. this week? Who was it? Um, I mean, I don't even know what it was, but that really made me angry. Um, also, um, we got some MMA news, uh, UFC fight night this weekend, Frankie Edgar versus Pedro, Pedro Munoz. Um, you also have Bellator making the comeback. I think they came back like a week or two ago. Um, bunch of heavyweight fights, light heavyweight fights. Um, you also have, um, John Jones moving from... Light heavyweight relinquishing his title at light heavyweight. One of the best to ever do it with a possible move to heavyweight. Um, we'll definitely talk about that. Um, NBA playoffs are in full swing. And they're pretty good. I'm not going to lie. You guys know me and basketball. I have a love-hate relationship. I used to love basketball. I've hated it a whole lot lately. But I've been thoroughly, um, thoroughly entertained by the playoffs in the bubble Except for the Nuggets game yesterday, which is really, really bad. It was hard to watch. It was hard to watch the Lakers play the other night, too. That was bad to watch. Um, I did not think that was a good Lakers team. LeBron James didn't look that good. Even though LeBron James had a triple-double, it was a low triple-double. Um, they need to pump more of the... Let me tell you, I got to pull up his numbers. I don't know exactly what they were. But I didn't think Anthony Davis looked good. Um, they're going to need more if they're going to win any championship. I, it's kind of hard to sit there to sit here and be like, well... I think they're going to make it out of the first round. Not the way Dame uh, Lillard is shooting. Um, and then Nurkic has showed up. He's healthy. He's playing. He's balling out. Um, you always have to worry about CJ McCollum and, of course, Anthony uh, Carmelo Anthony. Um, they've all done a pretty good job of being a good team. Um, if they had Rodney Hood, this would be a whole different. I think the Lakers would be getting swept. Rodney Hood was a beast last year in the playoffs. Um, still a great player, great war coach. I think he tore his ACL. I got a bad injury earlier in the year. 
Um, but it's a shame. It's a shame that Rodney Hood was going to be a part of this, but hey. Um, it's the Texas Rangers. Those are guys are a little bitching about the unwritten rules. And then I also heard about, um, who was it? The, let me see, San Diego Padres. The head coach defending um, um, well, not defending his player. Talking about, yeah, there's an unreal rule, blah, blah, blah. The f- Get out of here. Get the f- Jace Tingler. That's his name. Um, let me pull something up here. I'm actually talking about baseball. I'm going to talk about because this is the first thing that popped up here. Um, I'm going to take a look at it because right now, Let's take a look at the National League. National League West, NL West. Dodgers are on top, Rockies, Padres. Now, if you're taking a look at this, Diamondbacks and then the Giants. This has been a very competitive. Still, I think mean, it's going to be competitive. There's still a whole lot more games to go. What do they only played? Was it 26 games? And they have, what, 634 to go? So they're almost halfway. Yeah, almost halfway through the comeback season, whatever you want to call this thing. Um, and Do- or the Rockies at one point had the best um, the best uh, record in the NL. Now they are sitting in second place in the NL West. Um, it's crazy to think about. That's just how baseball is. You can have a good run. I think the Rockies were like 12-3. and three? Now they're 13-11. and 11. How did that happen? Just how Colorado Rockies do it. That's what happens. Um, and the Padres have been, I mean, have been on the up too. Fernando Tatis Jr. has been one of the bright spots there. Manny Machado, um, big bat for Fernando Tatis Jr. It's hitting grand slams. But that's what I wanted to talk about: is Fernando Tatis Jr. in these quote-unquote unwritten rules. I think it's bullshit. I think it's pussy. I think it's bitchness. I mean, that's all I can say right now. But I don't want to, like I said, I don't want, I just think baseball's soft sport. I think baseball's a terrible sport. Baseball is beating baseball. Um, and it goes to show, I've already talked about it on this on this podcast. I don't know how many episodes ago, how baseball's beating baseball. And, be, and stuff like this, the unwritten rules. How do you not expect a man, a young man, he's 21 years old, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I just pulled it up. I think he's 21, 23 years old. Um, he, um, it's right here. He, I mean, he's 21 years old, I believe. Yeah, 21 years old. And from the Dominican Republic. You obviously don't get to where you're at at a young age um, and not being competitive. But you're going to get mad at this kid for swinging at a 3-0 pitch. For those of you who know what that means, a 3-0 pitch is three balls, zero strikes. So that's what the count is. He's facing a, a pitch that's coming at him right down the pipe or right down the – they're just hanging over the plate. You expect him not to swing at it? That's an unwritten rule here? Then, of course, he hits a grand slam. At that point, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not following baseball. So I'm trying to follow as much as I can. I need to follow this game in particular. Um, no one gives a shit about the Texas Rangers. But it's like, what do you expect him to do? It's called being competitive. I'm supposed to just lay a button down for you to get all my guys out and not them have any good runs, any good stats, not let them earn any runs, learn extra money. So a lot of these, it's a stat-heavy game, MLB is. 
stat heavy. These guys get paid off of stats. You hit a certain amount of home runs, you steal enough bases, you hit enough singles, you get some cycles, you do this, you do that. How about you throw a better pitch? How about you not go down 0-3 or 3-0? How about you not go down on the count? Try going ahead. Throw better strikes. Have a better catcher. I don't get that shit. Baseball is just in a terrible spot right now. Especially with, you know, you're taking a look at the Cardinals as well. Cardinals, I don't even know when they last played. I don't even know if they are playing right now. The Cardinals, the Marlins. um, It's just a clusterfuck. And baseball has no one to think but baseball themselves. Unwritten rules. And then they get mad at him for stealing third and blah, blah, blah. Listen, man. Let's just man up. Ain't no fucking kids game. Ain't no old man's game anymore. This ain't America's sport anymore. It's not America's anything. Dominicans, Mexicans, and black people are run this fucking run this game now. Just they just run this game. It's not America's sport. So let's be real about that for a second. And let's throw these stupid ass unwritten rules. And let's all come in agreement that the Houston Nationals cheated in 2017. They deserve everything that comes their way. They deserve to get hit by every pitch. Jose Altuve, Bergman, all of them. Free Joe Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, I'm not a, a baseball expert by any means. But there's no such thing as unwritten rules. If it's not on paper, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to follow it. I don't give a shit. I wouldn't. And Fernando Tatis Jr. shouldn't have to. Guy's a kid, 21 years old, making a lot of money. So, it was, you know, people like uh, Manny Machado, all these guys are babies making a lot of money. He's, he, he, they're getting paid to play the sport, not to follow unwritten rules. So keep playing, Poppy. Juega como tú quieres, Poppy. That's my Dominican. I don't know how they, I don't know how. Juega como tú quieres, Papa. Papi, tú juega como quieres. Eh? I don't know how to talk Domin- I know like I don't know, Dominicans I have different like dialect They talk really fast too sometimes um, I always want to go to the Dominican Republic no, I can't go anywhere I'm in the United States so They don't let us go anywhere Imagine that Imagine that We can go any. We used to be able to go anywhere We didn't want to let anyone in Now we can't go anywhere Huh Vote in November Let's get this shit changed Also wear your fucking mask Karen Ken's, whoever. Anyone out there, just wear your mask. Shut the fuck up. We're going to get this over with. Um, football's around the corner. If you don't wear your mask, we're not going to be able to watch and enjoy football. Look at it. You look at the kids at um, Ohio State. Everyone else in that state can play football except for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Buckeyes, the biggest team, probably bigger than the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, biggest team in Ohio won't be able to play football. Think about that. How does that work out? I don't know how that shit works out. University of Ohio. Who's it? Who else? University of Ohio. Uh, Miami of Ohio. The Browns. Um, Cincinnati. University of Cincinnati. They all get to play football. Not Ohio State. Made the playoffs last year. I have one of the best players in, in the country in Justin Fields. Won't be able to play. Had about three of the top five um, NBA draft picks last year, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. 
Wear your mask. We should have. This should have been over a long time ago. I'm gonna keep saying that this should have been over a long time ago. But no accountability, no responsibility, shitty leadership. This is where we're at. I'm gonna keep saying that. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep putting that out there for you. All right. I'm gonna move on. Fernando Tatis Jr. Juega como tú quieres, papi. Ponte tu máscara, hijo. Ponte las pilas. Let's get it together. Let's get it together. Um, you guys want to talk about that real quick. Whatever, whatever. I did want to mention this, though. This is, um, I, I think I did talk about this, but I'm going to say it again. My niece got me this Von Miller Funko Pop um, collection, collector thing. And uh, that's how much she loves me because she knows she had $50 to spend at the store. She should have bought school clothes. Instead, she bought herself a toy. And she asked her, Theo Adam, my brother, and he was, she was like, how much money do I have left over? So you're going to have $10 left. And she goes, how much is this? Because my deal Owie wants this. That's what she calls me. I'm a deal Owie wants this. And um, I know he collects these, so I'm going to buy it for him, okay? And she bought it for me. Tears. It's literal tears. That's my baby girl. I love her to death. I just want to put that out there. But look, she bought me this because she was thinking about me. She's five years old. Baby girl. Started school. Growing up right in front of my eyes. Um, break from the norm. I just want to say that. So thank you, baby girl. I love you. Um, but on to bigger, better things, more exciting things than unwritten rules, not wearing a mask, not playing sports, stupid baseball, um, is that this weekend, MMA, a lot of MMA popping off this weekend. So Friday, um, which today is Thursday. So you might see this before Friday. If not, well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Bellator, um, fights popping off Friday night, uh, Ryan Bader versus Vadim Nemkov. Um, light heavyweight world championship. So 205 pounds, which, um, for those of you who do not know, 205 pound championship and Bellator. Um, I don't know if there's going to be fans there or not. Can you, can you buy tickets? You can. Oh no. It just, it just takes me to YouTube. Oh, sh- 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 uh, yeah, you can't buy tickets. doesn't look like you can't. Because when I go to buy tickets, it takes me to YouTube. Um, anyways. Um, oh, here we go. That's how you do prelims. So on the main card is Ryan Bader versus Vadim Nemkov for the championship. Ryan Bader being the champion, champion as I've spoken before about the, on this on the Sports World Life podcast many times. Um, he's a champion. Also the heavyweight champion, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Double champion. Um, one of the first ever in Bellator, I believe. Um I don't know too much about Vadim Nimkov, but I just wanted to say that it was Bellator fights. There is a f- couple fighters here. Uh, Roy Big Country Nelson fights um, on this card, on the main event card. Um, against Valentin Moldowski, another Russian he's fighting. Another Russian, 9-1. He's 9-1, Valentin is, for Big Country Roy Nelson. If you've ever watched Big Country Roy Nelson, you know he, what he brings. He's still got it. He still got him. I don't. Even, I haven't seen him fight in a long time. He still has a granite chin. He cannot a- knock anyone out whenever he wants to. Black belt in jujitsu. So if we take him to the ground, he knows what he's doing. Don't let the body fool you. They call him Big Country for a reason. He's a big boy, but he can knock you out, put you to sleep, tear your arm off, take get, get your leg off, whatever he wants to do. Do not sleep on the Big Country body. I right? just don't sleep on it. Um. Julia, uh, let's see what there's other main cards. Let's talk about Julia Bud. Seen her fight before. I guess Jesse Mealy. Um, 
Don't know about her. Julia Budd. And then John Salter, which I believe I've, signed, I've seen him fight before. Actually, I'm going to pull it up here. John Salter. I've seen him. I think I've seen him on the Ultimate Fighter. That sounds familiar. Let me take a look here because now Curiosity killed a cat and I am going to check this out. I don't know if that's him or not. That's who I'm talking about. No, he's always fought in Bellator. That's probably where he does. He's beaten. Who is he beating? Who is he fought? He fought Kendall Grove. Beat Kendall Grove. That's a big name. Uh, Chidi Njukunawi. Njukunawi. Shit. Njukani. Njokawani. Njokawani. Beat him. That's solid. Submission. So I'm, I'm thinking he's a submission artist. Salter is. Fighting Andrew Capel. Now I'm just curious to see who these guys are. Now I just don't know. Oh, uh, no. Andrew Cable. There we go. Um, what the fuck is Andrew Cable? I don't know much about him. He's like 9 and 1. No records. Whatever. No, he's not nine and one. Hold on, let me. I don't want to put false information out there. Um, fifteen and six. I was thinking about somebody else. See, he was on the prelims. Now I'm curious. He was on Will Smith, not the Will Smith you guys thinking about. Um, three and one versus Lucas Brennan, babies. Vladimir Tokov versus Chris Gonzalez, undefeated five and zero. Oh. Someone five and zero oh and four and zero oh for uh somebody's O oh, must go. A lot of Russians on this card. Um, Vladislav. Parubchenko versus John De Jesus. Um, Weber Almeida versus Salim Mukidnov. Eric Perez. El Goyito. Is that Goyito? Goyito was on this card. Versus Josh Hill. El Goyito Perez. Um, El Goyito was on this card. Adam Piccolotti versus Sidney Outlaw. And Yaroslav Amosa versus Marco Leminger. El Goyito, that's, he's, that's not prelims, man. That's messed up. If you guys know El Goyito Perez, um, fought in the UFC. Pretty decent fighter. Had a bad string of uh, fights, though. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I, I totally forget Bellator is up and running because, I mean, UFC's been putting on a lot of a lot of programs, a lot of fights, a lot of fight cards. Um, so a lot of attention been on them. Um <clears throat> And also, I mean, you just forget about it because it's on like Paramount and then DAZN, which reminds me, I got to get DAZN. Um, so you forget, I just forget about DAZN because DAZN mainly, I mean, you think about DAZN, you're thinking about Triple G, Canelo, um, you know, those type of fights, you know, just fights of, you know, boxing, not so much of MMA, but you never know what you can get with MMA. That's the thing about MMA that I love that in, I that I enjoy so much about is the unpredictability about it. You could sit here and, like I said, that's why you watch all these cards, all these undercards. You'd be like, I was there for that. I was there when I saw Nate Diaz tap out Kurt Pellegrino, giving the double finger. You know, I was there when um, so and so beat so and so. You know what I'm saying? I was there for Shane Carwin's first fight. Just stuff like that. So that's why you watch these type of things. You're like, oh, dude, that's pretty. It's pretty tight to be there from the get to kind of be there for the ride, so to speak. So. I think it's pretty cool. And that's why these shows are all pretty cool to watch. Um, but Bellator popping off this weekend. So watch Big Country, watch Ryan Bader, 
Julia Bud, watch El Goito, Eric Perez. Um, but the big fight's popping out this weekend. One of my favorite fighters of all time, not because we share a name. Frankie the Answer Edgar versus Pedro Munoz. Um, Frankie Edgar, obviously, you know, it kind of threw me off because I'm looking at the odds here. Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munoz. Frankie Edgar is plus 225. So he's not the favorite. That's kind of like almost a slap in the face. I don't know why. Pedro Munoz is two minus 265. Let me see why this is the way it is. So let me pull this up here. I'm going to pull up Frankie Edgar's record. And I want to see who's fought. Because he's only been finished once that I know of. If you guys know Frankie Edgar, he's fought 155 pounds, was a champion there. Uh, fought 145 pounds, and now he's fighting 135 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. 135 pounds. Um, he is 38 years old. A little bit on the older side. But he won the champ. He, I think he won at 155 pounds. He's very undersized for 155 pounds. He should have probably been fighting 135, maybe 125 pounds. Um, I don't think he wanted to wait, cut the weight. So there, he's one of those guys that fought natural, close to his natural weight. Probably ever rarely cuts weight at 155 or even 145 pounds, to be honest with you. But his last, his record lately, he lost to Chang Sung Zun versus TK. Oh, he's actually got finished by Chang Sung Zun. I forgot about that. That happened in South Korea. I woke up just in time to see that. Hurt my heart a little bit. Um, lost to Max Holloway decision. 145-pound GOAT, Max Holloway. Lost to him to the decision. Um, Cub Swan- he beat Cub Swanson. Decision. Lost to Ortega. Got KO'd. He beat Yair, Rod- Yair Rodriguez, the upcoming prospect. KO. TKO. Beat Jeremy Stevens. He lost to Jose Aldo by decision. Um, he beat Chad Mendes. Beat Uriah Faber. Beat Cub Swanson before that as well. Beat BJ Penn. That was, that was on 2014. Holy shit. He's been fighting for a long time. Beat Charlie Oliveira, which is on banger. Before that, though, in 2013, lost to Jose Aldo, lost to Benson Henderson, lost to Benson Henderson again, all decisions. At 100. So the two to Benson Henderson were at lightweight. The one to Jose Aldo was at featherweight. Um, before that, beating Gray Maynard, draw Gray Maynard, beat BJ Penn twice. So he beat BJ Penn three times. Um, that third one was pretty bad. I remember that one. That was not good at all. Because they were, they were on the Ultimate Fighter finale. And at that point, BJ Penn, that was like 2014. I don't think BJ Penn should have been fighting even then. Um, but he did, and Frankie Edgar embarrassed him. But Frankie Edgar's kind of been an underdog his whole um, his whole career. Um, he's kind of just always been an underdog. I'm sure if you go ahead and look through the rankings here and look through all his fights, he's always been an underdog. I think I saw him fight. Hold on, let me see. Okay, yeah. He lost to Gray Maynard in Denver. That same card that I was just talking about where I saw Nate Diaz beat Kurt Pellegrini, who was on that card. I was there, third row, my friend Kendall. I remember that. See, I've been there from the get. I remember um, Mac Danzig. I think that's his name. Mac Danzig, um, who fought in the Ultimate Fighter. Go ahead and look it up. Mac Danzig um, was cheering for Gray during that fight. He was like, hey, guys, can I sit right here? It was like an undercard fight, too. It wasn't like a big fight. So he's like, hey, you guys can sit right here. I was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead, dude. And um, um, he was cheering on Gray. He was Gray Maynard because they were like teammates at Extreme Couture at the time. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> it was my boy, Frankie. I get him, Frankie. <laughs> so I remember that. It was pretty funny. I think Mike Danzig won the Ultimate Fighter. 
Um, I don't know if he did or not. I don't think he did. That was a long time. When was the last time he fought? He hasn't fought in a while. Now I got to look that up. 2017 is the last time he fought CFL 1 by submission. That was 2017. Before that, lost to Joe Lozon, Melvin Gillard, and Takanori, Takanori Gomi. Decision, KO decision. Melvin Gillard knocked him out. Efrain Escudero beat him. Matt Wyman. This guy's fought some tough dudes. Holy crap. Uh, lost to Matt Wyman twice. Holy shit. Mac Danzig. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Um, yeah, he did. Won the Ultimate Fighter 6 competition. Tommy Spear. Tommy Spear. Dude, this is crazy. Tommy Spear was on that same card too in Broomfield. Getting knocked out by Anthony ha- by Anthony Johnson. Holy shit! It's like six degrees, six hundred degrees of separation, whatever. So where we get to? How do we get here? Let's talk. Oh yeah, so we talk about uh, Frankie Edgar. No, no. So at first I talked about Nate Diaz because I was there for the journey for Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz be, uh, tapped out Kurt Pellegrino with triangle choke. Then I started talking about Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar fought Gray Maynard in Broomfield, um, which I was there. Third row. And then, but then Mac Danzig was like, let me cheer on my boy. Let me cut here. Go ahead and sit here. Um, cheering him. And then, uh, so that was in Broomfield as well. Same card. Then Matt Danzig lost, uh, beat Tommy Spear in the Ultimate Fighter and finale, which Tommy Spear was on that same card getting knocked out by Anthony Johnson. By the way, Anthony Johnson, another just kind of tailing off of this one. Anthony Johnson returning to USADA um, testing protocol or USADA testing pool so to speak so he's making a comeback i think it's gonna be a light heavyweight great move for him because now john jones is gonna be moving up to heavyweight solid i think you could throw him right in the mix too um we'll talk about that we'll probably talk about that i don't want to talk about it right now maybe i'll bring it up here at the end maybe with john jones moving up to heavyweight we'll talk we're gonna talk about that here next too so we'll bring it up here in a second um how the hell did we get to where anyways and uh frankie edgar um yeah, he's on. He's the underdog. I don't know why he's the underdog. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, here let me take a look at Pedro Muniz, Munoz. I can't remember that. I just messed up his name. Pedro Munoz um, record: eighteen and four, one no contest. Um, I did watch this fight earlier against Cody Garbrandt, which is knocked out Cody Garbrandt. By the way, Cody Garbrandt getting the next shot at 125 pounds. Um, who's that against? Oh, that's a figure that Um Excuse me. Pedro Munoz lost to Aljamain Sterling in June of last year. Damn, this is the last time he fought. But before that, he beat Cody Garbrandt, Brian Caraway, and Brett Johns. That was he was a good 2018. No, he didn't. He lost to John Dodson. I don't know. I'm if I'm a better, I'm going Frankie Edgar. He's the underdog, former champion at heavier weights, will probably come in, still have good speed too. I don't see how Pedro Munoz. I don't see. I just don't see it. I'm. I'm taking. I'm, I'm throwing my money on Frankie Edgar this week. I'm putting my money on Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar, championship pedigree, always been the underdog. Always fights with a chip on his shoulder. Always has a technical boxing. Always has great footwork. Doesn't stand in one place very very long. He's pop pop and he's out. Pop pop and he's out. If you guys don't, can't see me on YouTube. If you guys can't see me on YouTube and you're listening to me on Spotify, it's one, two, three, pop up, he's out. He's moving out. Um, some about those Jersey Philly guys, some like Eddie Alvarez. 
they do the same thing. Pop, pop, they're out. It's just kind of like that boxing, you know. He's fighting under, wow, is it Peter Welch? No, his boxing coach. I'm going to mess this up. Um, I don't want to mess this up, so I don't want him putting hands on me. So I'm going to look this up, okay? I'm going to look this up. Peter Welch, Andy Welch, Drew Welch, something Welch. Hold on. Frankie Edgar's boxing coach. I don't want to mess this up. Mark. Wow. I was way off. Mark Henry. <laughs> Who the hell? Jeez. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Boxing coach. It was Mark Henry. Holy shit. Fuck. Let me see. Who am I thinking about? That's Peter Welch. Peter Welch. See, I was thinking Peter Welch. He's in Bach, he's in, in he's in uh Boston. Let me see this guy. Who's he trained? Peter Welch. I think who's he who is he trained? Who's this? Obviously he's he's trained beasts. Peter Welch. Hold on, let me see here. Um I'm gonna go here about gym overview. I gotta find out now. This is really bothering the shit out of me. Um, oh, Peter Welch, welcome, hi, Shan, coaches, three, Peter Welch, no, I'm not, I'm going to look this up, anyways, uh, Mark Henry, great coach, a lot of people go to Mark Henry for boxing in general, and he's done a great job for, um, um, for a lot of fighters, I mean, he was he's trained uh, Edson Barbosa, um, who's gone up there. Um, I think he trained the Miller brothers, Jim Miller, who I think just kind of fought not that long ago. Uh, who does Mark Henry train? Ricardo Almeida is one of them. Uh, let me take let me pull this up here. This is really bothering the shit at me, but but Mark Henry has done a great job with Frankie Edgar. He's trained with him for a long time. One bit his head, one of the top trainers. Um, he's done a good job, man. He just He's, he's trained Frankie Edgar very well. I think Frankie Edgar is hard to put away. As small as he is, as big as the underdog he's always been, he's always been hard to put away. Um, Ortega, if I'm not mistaken, caught him with a nice, nice boom boom. Same thing with uh, he's always been caught, but these these guys at 145 pounds caught him pretty good. And these guys are about to these guys are about to fight. This is a crazy show, guys. I don't know what's going on, but he just announced yesterday Brian Ortega versus Chainsaw Zhang going to be fighting. Dude, what is going on here? So much just it's 2020, bro. It's like everything's intertwined. Everything is finally coming together. I feel like my mind's blowing, bro. I'm going crazy here. I gotta get out of the house. <laughs> oh my god, this is nuts. I just put two and two together. Anyways, let's task at hand. Um, but Pedro Munoz is no slouch. You see him knock out Cody Garbrandt, which uh, honestly, not, a, I don't want to put down Cody Garbrandt and his skill set, but it's not like Cody Garbrandt's got beat. Uh, I think got knocked out by, uh, TJ Dillashaw twice. Who did he lose to last time? Let's find out. He lost, but well, he did win his last fight against, um, what's his name? Um, Asensio. No, he's only lost. He only had those three fights. He had a bad run. I don't know. We'll see how this fight goes. But Petra Munoz is um, he always a tough dude as well. 
beat Cody Garbrandt, knocked out Brian Callaway, beat Brett Johns, Rob Font, another big guy in the division as far as big goes. Justin Scoggins, tough dude. Um, so it looks like a lot of this you, you can finish fights. I just don't see how Frankie Edgar is not going to lose, not going to beat him. I got I'm I'm fully vested into Frankie Edgar, not because we share the name, because the guy's a beast, and he's a veteran, and I see him getting back in the back in the winning saddle. Um, also on this fight, um, Ovin St. Prue will be fighting um, uh, Alonzo Manfield. Oh, shit, I thought it was, I think it's thundering outside. Anyways, be fighting Alonzo Manfield. Um, that'd be a good fight. I love watching OSP fight. Uh, Mansfield's a beast too. Lost his last fight by decision. Probably should have won that one. Um, other than that, he's undefeated. So only lost one fight. Ovin St. Peru. This fight is back at light heavyweight. We originally fought at heavyweight against uh, Ben Rothwell. That was bad. I don't know what he was trying to do there. Um, moving back down to light heavyweight. Um, a couple other fights I want you to take a notice is um, I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, Daniel Rodriguez with Takashi Sato. This is a really good fight. A middleweight, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this is a middleweight, and this could be a fight of the night. Sato from a won his last fight by knockout. I think same thing with um, Daniel. Daniel's only twelve and one. Uh, let me pull up his shit here. I come very unprepared. Daniel Rodriguez, not my cousin. We're not related. Uh, we could be. Let's find out. I seriously think me and Yair Rodriguez, El Pantera or La Pantera, how do you say El are um, related. Honestly, think my dad is from the same. Right around the same area, he's from Parral. Whatever, man. I'm going to go do a 23 me and I'm going to prove you guys wrong. Prove all y'all wrong. Um, he did uh, win his last fight. Decision against Gabe Brown. Uh, beat Tim Means. The dirty bird. He beat Tim Means. I remember that. Okay. Standing guillotine choke. Guy's a problem. Guy's a problem. Daniel Rodriguez, but he's fighting Sato. Now, Sato, yeah, I think he won that one. By KO. I'm pulling it up. I'm, I'm fully unprepared. I'm going off the tip here. If you guys don't. Uh, off the top here. not And the tip. Um, because I was mulling doing a podcast today. I don't know why. It's not that I don't like doing this. I was just like. Ugh, I have a lot going on right now. 2020 is just kicking my ass. But it's. I'm here. Because I. I honestly came to the conclusion. That I do love doing this. Um, even if only 10 of you listen. Here and there. It doesn't. I don't fucking care. I just don't give a shit. I like doing this. this is one of my dreams. And I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it until I do a thousand episodes. Even if 10 of you guys are going to be listening. Same 10 of you. Um, Yes. Beat Jason Witt. That Poirier hooker. TKO. Also lost to Bilal Muhammad. Submission. Um, That was UFC 242 back in September last year. They also beat Ben Saunders by TKO. Matt Viley by TKO. So you guys want to see a slug face? Here's your slug fest. Let's see if he fought anyone else. Fought a pancreas. Ooh, good organization. Um, keep your eye out for that fight, guys. Seriously, straight up, I'm giving you dimes to watch. I'm giving you guys just gems to watch. All right. So you guys better listen to me. Um, uh, who else is on this card? Um. Austin Hubbard, 
from Denver fighting uh, Joe Selecki. And then uh, Ike, no, not Ike Villanueva. There's someone else here. Timor Valier versus Marks Stick. I think that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. But like I said, a lot of unknowns, a lot of, like, even me. Like, I'm not 100% sure who all these guys are. Like I said, UFC's just cranking out content, cranking out fight cards, and it's thundering and lightning outside. I'm getting scared here. Um, but keep your eye out on this card. It's going to be good, good stuff going on. All right, look at me in my face. Tell me I'm not lying. Bellator, UFC, NBA playoffs, NFL coming up. By the way, I totally forgot. I wanted to talk about Hard Knocks, and I haven't even watched it. popped off yesterday or Tuesday, and I haven't watched it yet. Did it happen? I didn't even know if it did, bro. It did. It should have, right? Because I didn't hear nobody talk about this. Um... Hard Knocks. Where the hell is it at? Episodes right here. Oh, episode two came out. Holy shit, I gotta watch it. Whatever, man. Hard Knocks is cool. You guys go watch it if you guys haven't watched it. Um, wait. Did it? It's just a preview, though. It's a preview? Oh, well. I'm gonna go back and watch it. Probably after I get done here. Um, I had something else to talk about. Let me talk about it. John Jones. John Jones relinquished the title, moving up to heavyweight. It sounds like he's, you know, it sounds like what's next. Um, a lot of good fights for him at heavyweight. A lot of enjoyable fights. And I also want to point out all these fights. There's going to be a lot of beautiful colors up there. You're talking about, at the heavyweight division, you're talking about Stephen Miocic obviously being the champion. You can even rematch Daniel Cormier. I think that's one of the big reasons why moving up to heavyweight is a big deal. Because um, I don't think Daniel Cormier is fully done. But if they sit there and say, you could avenge your loss to John Jones, he's going to be back in. Um, you could also, you also have Rosenstruck, who just knocked out JDS. You also have Francis Ngannou up there. Um, let me take a look here. Heavyweight, heavyweight. No, I don't want Stipe. Stipe is a goat here, but I don't want to talk about him right now. Stipe is another fight. But it sounds like he's not going to challenge right away. But he could, because at heavyweight, um, that's disrespectful. Where the hell is Steepy? Am I missing something here? There's no heavyweight. Oh, there it is. Um, yep. Yeah. Also have Curtis Blades out there. It looks like Curtis Blades versus um Derek Lewis is popping off here pretty soon. Daniel Cormier is still in the rankings. Jorzeno Rosenstruck. Alistair Overeem. Um, Saki, who will be fighting. He's fighting here pretty soon, if I'm not mistaken. He'll be fighting. Who's he fighting? He's fighting someone very soon. I know he is. Anyways. Um, this is bothering the shit out of me. I don't remember who he's going to fight here. But a lot of good fights up there for John Jones. And he could definitely get thrown in the mix right away. I would love to see him fight Francis Ngannou, which we were pretty close, it sounds like, over the summer, this summer, that it was going to happen. But obviously, everything came to fruition. Uh, money was involved. Money was a big deal and just wasn't going to happen. John Jones was like, nah, I'd rather go help out small businesses in New Mexico. Fair enough. Um, we did see what Francis Ngannou did earlier, uh, back in March, I believe, March or April. 
very scary individual to Josino Ronis Rosenstruck. We saw what Josino Rosenstruck just did to jo- Junior DeSantos last weekend. And I, you know, it's not like John Jones is like a small dude. He's gonna come in about two thirty-five, two forty, well above the limit um, of heavyweight, or I guess well within the limit of heavyweight. I guess that's a good, better wording. Um, I would love to see him and Stipe Miocic go at it. I think that's gonna be an amazing fight. I love Stipe's boxing. I love his footwork. I love his resilience. The thing that John Jones brings a lot of other guys, especially in this heavyweight division, don't bring is those kicks. His long. He's very, very long. Um, 82-inch reach or something ridiculous like that. Um, wingspan or something. I don't remember what it was. Something ridiculous. Um, brings that oblique kick. Brings different strikes from different angles you're not used to seeing at heavyweight. A lot of these guys are very lumbering. Francis Ngannou is very lumbering. But I like what, Frank, what Stephen Milchers did to him. Um, you know, someone like... But at the same time, at the heavyweight division, your lights can be put out at any moment. You saw Derek Lewis not too long ago against Olenek. You saw Rosenstruck against JDS. You saw Francis Ngannou against Rosenstruck. Um, and that's why you saw that Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis fight, how boring that was. These guys knew what the other one brought. They didn't want to bring it. They didn't want to fight each other. They didn't want that smoke with each other. That's why it's very tentative, very boring, very bland. Um, and I think John Jones is going to bring a different dynamic to the heavyweight division. And I think this is going to be very exciting. Hopefully you see something in November, December. We'll see what's popping off. Who? Hopefully there'll be fans in the stands by then. I don't know. I doubt it. I wish there would be. But I'll, I'll speak very cool to see John Jones in a small cage against heavyweights. No crowds to see how this happens. Because I'm not mistaken, he's like the last one of the last fights. February, I think, is what happened, but... One of the last few fights that happened live with a lot of crowd. I don't know. I don't see what I don't know what's gonna happen next. Um I guess it looks like it's a heavyweight division. So this would be really cool. A lot of exciting shit going on in, in sports of MMA, mixed martial arts. Um Robbie Lawler will be returning against Neil Wagney. Um Carlos Condit will be fighting. Um, you obviously have the Justin Gaethje versus Habib Nurmagomedov popping off next month or October. And I think you have Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. Um, so many, so many fights popping off and I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Um, I'm glad. Thank you for the UFC. Thank you for Dana White and anyone in general, all these you know, sports, um, organizations putting on sports for people to stay was somewhat sane for me to stay sane. I can sit here during work and watch basketball in the background and and not have to sit here and be like, well, hey, customer, blah, blah, blah. And we get that, man. And I'm crying because, you know, I can't kind of listen to a bunch of Karens cry um, because of the, cause they don't know how to do something. And just, just this 2020, bro. Let's get it over with, all right? Can we fast forward to Christmas? You know what I'm saying? Dude, the other day I popped in some Christmas music and I just laid a fucking, I just laid on my floor. And I zoned out. If you guys don't know me, I pop Christmas music just because it calms me down. So let's hurry up to Christmas. I'll even take Halloween, man. Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving, too. It's around my birthday. Um, But anyways, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, I I was going to talk about the Nuggets, but that was really, really bad. I was going to talk about the playoffs. They're still going on. So much going on um, with the playoffs. Um, Talk about it next time. We'll let it come to fruition. Let a couple more games come through. We'll talk about it. And we'll start talking about the next round. 
and maybe I'll talk about I'll talk about Hard Knocks next episode too. I'll watch it. I'm a little late, but it doesn't matter. Um, but anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for uh, those of you that like it, share the show, subscribe. Um, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sports Plus Life. Um, come follow me on Twitch if you guys have Twitch. If not, go make a create create account. Follow me anytime you see me log in. Come say what's up. Say hi, Edgar. How are you? I love you. And um, that's all. Just to come say hi. So I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will catch you guys. Me and Von Miller will catch you guys. Let.